Welcome to the Riot Podcast, where we have practical discussions on how to share your faith, see the news from God's eyes, and answer some of faith's hardest questions. Welcome to the Riot Podcast. This is Bob Shoneman alongside Mac Daddy Pete Robertson. Hello, hello, hello. Look at that hair. If you're not watching us on YouTube, you are missing out. This is just spot. I I gotta get a haircut though, too. Man, looking looking sharp. Thanks. And our guest does. We cannot forget we have all three of the tricord here today. Tricord's in the house. Pastor Barry Rice in the house. Hey everybody, what's happening? Glad to be here. Excited. So guys, it's November yes. 2022. Can you so believe it? If you're listening to this show or watching the show sometime in the distant future, yeah. is that right? That's that right? Sure. Um, I did, just a heads up, we are releasing this show. I think it's November 3rd, yes. 2022, five days before the uh, midterm elections here in the United States. United States. So if you're outside of the United States, just yeah, you could probably say, I don't care. But well, they're asking, you should what you, care. Where go, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, what we're talking about is current world events. Oh, yeah, and, that's going to be our show today. To end times, yeah. Man, there's so much, yeah. there's so much stuff going on. Yeah. And honestly, we're recording this show. I mean, we'll give you a little secret. We're recording the show about 10 days prior to that. Yeah. So um, who knows? The world could have ended by the time the show airs. This is going to be one of those shows, though, that I believe is going to be shared with a lot of people. Um, we're going to really push it hard to get out there because I really believe that this show is going to radically help people and be able to see what's going on. And, and it's just you're going to hear a lot of our passion as we start talking about world events and what's happening. Well, it's, it's funny, Pete, we talked a couple of weeks ago about, you know, reading the newspaper with, in one hand and having the Bible in the other hand, and just filtering everything that we're processing through the, through the lens of the Bible. Yeah. So we should be doing the same thing, not just with newspapers, but with uh, any kind of media, any kind of information that we're, we're consuming, we should be filtering it through the word of God. Yeah. It was kind of in our prep, today um we were kind of talking about things that we're doing and so forth and barry mentioned something that he did yeah. uh, the other night um share that a little bit because it kind of it, it fits in what we're talking about today so i was at a local mm-hmm. university and and at this university they have to gain cultural points or something like that and uh for their grades and and for their uh graduation and and there was a uh a an um uh, apologetics opportunity for me to defend uh, does God exist? And I went to that college and got to speak and what a great turnout it was. And and I got to do it through the fellowship of Christian athletes. And I love that group. And uh, so uh, I gave my spiel, uh, the cosmological view, the, you know, the moral view and so forth. And uh, a guy stood up and this guy was really intent during the whole thing. And, and I told him right down there, their questions. I could see him writing down a question. And, and this guy stood up and said, I'm from Burma and uh, I've only been here a short while. And uh, the, I'm a believer. I believe in the existence of God. I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and savior. First of all, I said, you're an example of God's existence. You know, you're, you're an evidence of God's existence and what a incredible opportunity was to hear him share. He says, this is my question. Uh, in the Bible, it talks about honoring the authorities over top of you. And he says, if I was at home and I didn't get out, I would be fighting the government and killing people right now. And the government is so crooked there. And there are so many bad things going on there. You know, he was just explaining. And and I got to tell him the cultural background and the contextual background of, of that passage. But uh, man, 
there is some crazy things going on around this country. How, how, if you, if you are a Christian, you are fighting for your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was, and I, I told him about uh, my friend that oversees the organization free Burma Rangers and uh, kind of relate. And I'm sure that this gentleman knows uh, David Eubank, the guy that oversees it, because what they do is they train them to protect their family while they're on the run. And they do have guns. And, the, and what the Burmese army does is it comes in and it literally just blows up their villages wherever they're at. And so they're all refugees and they're running for their life. And part of running for their life is they have guns. They have a full military. The Free Burma Rangers are the military trained and um, they're Christians. Majority of them are Christians and um, they run for their life and they have to protect themselves. Um, and uh, we don't hear about it in the West at all, but it's happening every single day. So if you follow Free Burma Rangers, plug out to them. You can follow them on Facebook, Twitter or wherever else. They also have a movie. You can go to Netflix or Prime TV. You can watch the movie about them. But if if you if you understand what's going on, you can even support them. But it's it's bad. And they post stuff all the time of, okay, this village just got blown up and we're running for our life here and so forth. And that's just, you know, we are so babied in America. I was just thinking the same thing. You know, we have it so easy that we don't have to really fight for our faith or stand for our faith. And and there are people being killed around the world because of their faith. And man, it's just. Can you imagine that? I mean, we complain because it's raining. We don't want to get up and go to, you know, to our worship service. These guys are because of who they are, because of their belief, their faith, they're burning down their homes and shooting them yeah. as they run away. Oh, yeah. That's well, I, I mean, it, it kind of goes to the crux of what we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about China and we're going to talk about what's going on in the world with them and Russia and so forth. Um, but I think before we get in, let's just ask God to bless the show. Bob, why don't you open us in prayer yeah. and. Um, and then let's just, just let's dive right in and kind of go with this. Let's do it. Heavenly Father, we uh, just uh, we just want to honor you. We want to, everything we say and do today, just bring you glory, Lord, as we dive into these tough topics about what's going, around, going on around the world in these current events. We would like to just uh, share everything through, uh, through the lens of your word, Lord. And uh, we just ask that the Holy Spirit would just uh, take control of our conversation, Lord, that, uh, you know, what we share is... Uh, the truth. And uh, when we share opinion, make, make sure that we explain that that's just, you know, something that we feel. But Father, we just want to dive into who you are today. And um, through all of these things uh, that are going on around the world, um, in so many ways, it, it just seems to point to uh, your word and your prophecy and, and just uh, your, your plan uh, of how things are going to turn out. You know, I've read the book, you know, I've read the revelations and uh, Lord, uh, you are going to win in the end. And I, it just looks like so many of these things are pointing to that day. So I just pray that our listeners would uh, uh, just learn something today to grasp a little bit more about who you are. And uh, as we just dive into this stuff, not to spread fear or to panic anybody, Lord, but just to, to open our eyes to what's going on around us, Lord. Um, we just uh, give you the show now, uh, give you our listeners, Lord, and we love you and thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. You know, I was just to give us kind of context. Um, so there's, there's, it, there's a spiritual war happening. Okay. So we, to, to understand when we're talking, we're going to be ca- talking from the spiritual side of things. And, there's an enemy and there's the God of this world who has already been defeated. Jesus already has defeated him, but he's on his last straw and he is spreading evil. He is spreading fear. 
And he is doing everything that he can to win. He's doing everything he can to take back souls or people or lives or whatever that is to get them to come to his side and to, to worship him, to worship the, the Babylonian, Babylonian God and to, to deny God's existence or Jesus, Yahweh. And we have to understand uh, God created, everything has always been about God. He created humankind. He created man. He created us to worship him. He created us to serve him. And man rejected God. Okay. So, but God's never changed. God's always been the same. But man established this world system. Man, there's a certain way that the world thinks, there's a certain economy that the world operates on. God's economy, God's ways are completely different than the world's ways. And so, what we see every single day is this opposition at work. There's, there's good and there's evil. There's, there's self-control and there's surrender in, in, in operating according to what God wants or operating according to what man wants or what man feels. And so as we start talking about these things, always keep this in the back of your mind. So when we're talking about certain things that are evil or things that are happening right now in the planet Earth, there's a force that's behind it. And we want to talk about it. And we don't, we feel that it would be unwise uh, for us as Christians to turn a blind eye to this. We need to be aware of what's going on around the world. And, and we're going to explain why. And we're going to share as we get through and start talking about some of these, why it's important for us to understand what's happening and what are we going to do about it? And how are we going to um, you know, be holy in the midst of this? And how are we going to be a light of Christ in the midst of this? Light for Christ in the midst of this. All right. So that's kind of the thought process. Bob? Okay. Well, I think the, the, the first topic or first current event we want to jump into is uh, the, China, the Chinese threat to Taiwan yeah. and why that's important. In fact, um, President Xi, or Xi, however you say his name, X-I, said uh, about a week ago that uh, he using force is definitely on the table yeah. to, to take over Taiwan. So why is why is that important? Well, I, I guess I, I, let's just tie in the kind of the first two. I'm, you said China threat to Taiwan. And then the other one was, you know, China forces or is joining forces with Iran in Russia. Yeah. And um, and so there's like and then I, this morning I just read that Iran is now joining forces with Venezuela. So Venezuela is now a part of this whole equation, really? you know, and, and so forth. Um, it, it's it's important is because we feel like it's a, it's a biblical statement. And in, in, in Revelations, it talks or well, actually, yeah, in Revelations, there's there's going to be a battle of Armageddon. OK, we're going to talk about different battles. And one of the battles at the very end is the battle of Armageddon. And it talks about the, the kings of the east coming the north or the east of the Euphrates River. And uh, eventually that those kings, and it says that they're going to gain up a 200 million man army. And um, it says that in Revelations. I don't know if I have the verse down here. I do. It's at the bottom. Um, but they're going to have a 200 million army that's going to la or launch against the West. And, um, and so one of the signs of the times or the things that we want to look for is what is happening with China? Because there are a part of the equation at the end. And if we were to, as Christians, are to sit on the sideline and realize, hey, we're not, who cares what China's doing, whatever. Well, no, China is a threat and China is a major threat and they're a threat to us. Um, 
and um, we should know what's going on and we should be aware of that. Um, but but not at the same time to think, oh, my gosh, you know, we're going to die and, and all this stuff. But we're to we're to know that, hey, there's a lot of uneasiness that's happening in the world because there's a God of this world that's trying to cause fear in everybody's lives. And we as Christians, it's not time to mess around. Right. It's time to get serious. It's time for us to 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 get on, you know, get focused with God and get close to him, get on our knees before him and start sharing and and helping people navigate through what's going on. Oh, Barry, thoughts on that part? Yeah, I think um, especially the American Christian is oblivious to the the battle that goes on in the spiritual world. You know, uh, demons are real and Satan is real and he's not the person that's depicted on on the television. It's not the show Lucifer and it's not the, the, uh, the, the devil wears Prada, but you know, it's, it's, it is a real evil and the devil's talked about in two ways. He's talked about that. He wants to lie, steal and kill. And then he talks about in Peter, first Peter, that he's a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And what is this all about? He hates us. Why? Because we're created in the image of God. And uh, the reason why I say that is because in the end times, his activity is going to be stepped up. And his activity is going to be stepped up because he knows his days are short. And I think we're seeing that. I, I think we're seeing that in the the conflicts that's going on around the world, the wars that's even beginning. and and we are to be open-eyed and understanding that the time is getting short. And what, what, how do we need to respond? We need to respond spiritually that we have got to get on our horse and start witnessing more and telling more people about Jesus and seeing a urgency that, that uh, the end is near. Did you hear us say that the end is near Jesus is coming back, and we don't know how much time we have. It is imminent. The return of Christ is imminent. And we as Christians, we need to wake up. Yeah, I was just reading uh, Matthew 24, and it's talking about the end times and what to look for. And it says that um, um, it says that nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And it says it was one of the things to start looking for. Well, China, their mentality, if you know what their mentality is, they want to take as much land as they want. They want to become the superpower. Um, and I think one of our one of our topics was Biden came out and said that he's been talking with China G for a long time and that within 15 years, China expects to own America. Did you read that article, Bob, at all a little bit? Yeah, it's an article back from actually the springtime. So it's like four or five months old. But yeah, yeah Biden says China believes it will. Now he's, he didn't say he believes it. He says China believes. Oh yeah. yeah. So President Z thinks yeah. that uh, they will own America within 15 years. And, and then you hear about uh, Russia taking Crimea and so forth. Anybody that knows Russia, they, they used to have Poland and all of that area. I mean, they used to have all the way, all the way down and there's Russia and his mindset. There's no doubt that that's what he's thinking. And that's what he wants. They want to take back other nations. They want to have power and then control. Um, you know, people don't know, you know, people say, well, you shouldn't talk about China, you know, because they might censor you or they might come after <laughs> you and stuff forth. But, you know, we have to call it what it is. I mean, if anybody is looking at China today, they are 
evil. They are doing evil things. They are suppressing the people, the things that are happening in China with, with the video and audio tapes. You, I just heard a report yesterday, the other day that a person, um, they can't even travel out, travel outside of their city. So they travel outside of the city. When they come back, they have a, they have to have a meeting with one of the officers and they pull up all of the cameras of where they've traveled. Yeah. And they're asking them, where did you travel? And they, and they have to tell them exactly. Why because did you they go have, here? Why did you go here? They have all of this. And that's the way that they're censored yeah. everywhere. And then I'm here and they have these camps everywhere. People that are getting out are talking about they're killing people left and right. And they're so forth. But during so, COVID, they were locking people in their homes. I mean, like barring the doors shut so they couldn't get out. Yeah. You you referenced the 200 million. It's uh, Revelation 9 verses yeah. 15 and 16. It yeah. said, so, so for the four angels... He had been prepared for the hour, the day, the month, and the year was released, and they were released to kill a third of mankind. The number of mounted troops was twice 10,000 times 10,000. So that's 100 million, and tw times two is 200 million. So that's where you got the number from. Yep. yep. And where, you know, if, if you think of geopolitically now, where who could who could raise up 200 million troops? Yep. You know, probably, and, and, probably just China. And so I think we're, we're not saying that. America is in the right. We're not saying Europe's in the right or the West is in the right. There's evil everywhere, both sides. Uh, the only thing that's right in all of this is there is a difference between what is wrong and what is true and what is good and what is holy. And if you start looking at politics as a whole, it's ugly, it's messy, it's bad on both sides. There's justification on both sides. Um, but in the midst of it, God's there. God is God is everywhere. God knows what's happening. In fact, we're going to well, you know, Revelations, we're, we're going to talk about the system. Revelations 18, where the system of Babylon, which is what's happening in the world today, is going to be eliminated. And there is not going to be what we know of today. It's going to be gone eventually. Um, so, all right. So you did, wanna, you, did you want to talk more about the, the alliance between Iran and Russia and why you think that's uh, relevant? Oh, do you want to get into that Ezekiel? Like how what I talked about this yeah, morning? Yeah, that's 38. what I was thinking. Um, yeah. So it, one of the things that I see, and again, this is uh, I'm maybe coming as an opinion here, so I don't want to make it like this is going to happen. Um, but okay, so here's what's going on. So Bibi Netanyahu has come out, which is Benjamin Netanyahu, the former prime minister of Israel. And he's come out and said that, uh, you know, many, many times, but I mean, it's like at the point now where it's like very serious that he says, there's no way we're allowing Iran to uh, have a nuclear bomb. I mean, there's going to be a preemptive strike. They're going to do something to stop them. Well, from he having says they it. can't because Iran has already promised to use it to, oh, yeah, yeah. to wipe Israel yeah. off the face oh, yeah, of, yeah. The, of the globe. Yeah, so. they're on record of saying yeah. that. So so he's they're going to do something. Well, Iran and Russia have become very tight. And so China and Russia of late have been been really tight. They've been signing the treaties. And if you guys look it up, you can find what those are. But so I'm thinking, OK, this is kind of crazy. And then you come to find out Russia is huge in Syria right now. They have bases there. They're big in Syria. And um, there was uh, I just read a story about like, I don't know, like 10, 15 years ago where um Israel was pushing back uh, a line in Lebanon where they pushed back like five miles or something back and they invaded Lebanon again to create a buffer zone within Lebanon and Israel. Yeah. So not every, I don't think everybody is like, they know geography really, yeah. really well. Explain where Syria is in relation. It's north to, of Israel. Just north of Israel. So everything is north of Israel. Okay. So they pushed this buffer back and the Israelites uncovered these caves that were in this, this buffer zone. 
And they found like caves after caves for like of of Russian tanks and Russian military and Russian ballistic missiles like and warehouses and warehouses full yeah. in these caves. And you can look this up. This is not me making this up. And they start they they took them like 38 days to uncover all this artillery and everything um, to be able to get it all out. There was so much there. Well, it, the Bible talks about in Ezekiel 38 that one day there's going to be a hook in Russia's mouth, that one day this is going to be the start of the beginning of the end, this war, that the, the kings of the north, Magog, are going to come down from the north with their uh, Kush and all the other ones, uh, Iran and Assyria and, and all these Muslims countries to come against Israel, right? And so it, it says that. And so my thought is this. What if, because Iran now is with Russia, Israel strikes the Iranians that Russia says, uh-uh, they're already right there, right at their doorstep on the north. Who's to say that it doesn't come down and they destroy them? So I believe, and here's the other thing about Ezekiel 30. I told you guys this in the prep. It also says that that I forget the name of Kush or not the Kush, but another one. It says that Saudi Arabia and I think it was Egypt, object to this invasion of Israel. And um, it just blows my mind is because nowhere in time in history would that have ever been relevant where they just signed something where now Israel can fly to Saudi Arabia. Um, I think uh, like a couple of years ago, I think um, Kushner of uh, Donald Trump's uh, son-in-law, he signed this or figured out some sort of pact where they can now fly to these countries. Um, where there's now a relationship there. So that just kind of like that never happened before, but now it's happening. And so it's just, it's fascinating when you actually study Ezekiel 38 and what we're seeing happening today with Russia, with, you know, they're aggressive and they're at a point where they just don't even care, right? They're just, they don't care. But here's what says in Ezekiel 38, okay? Here's the bottom line. God intervenes and protects his people. And it says that five, six or one sixteen or one six of the nation was left. So five, five, six of Russia and Iran and all of them were completely obliterated. They were completely toast. God, the, the miracle. I mean, here's a superpower coming against them and they win again, just like they did in 1948, just like they did in 1964. They win constantly is because God is for them. And in Zechariah 14, it's, it's referencing this Ezekiel 38. And in Zechariah 14, it talks about how their, their eyes would be sucked out and their skin would be that would be gone and it would like disintegrate them like a like a natural neutron bomb or a just you know that's gonna happen. And that's what it um, talks about. Yeah. So and in Ezekiel 38, another thing it talks about is that there's there's going to be a group of people for like six months going around and putting flags and uh, these bones, these dry bones that were left down because they're radioactive. And um, and so we say that is because we think it's coming soon. <laughs> we think that it's on our doorstep. I mean, that's the way I look at it. I'm not I'm not saying, hey, this is it for sure. But I'm saying that it sure does seem like it. It sure does seem like it. So I don't know. Thoughts on that? Yeah, it says seven months after yeah, seven months. But in, in the paragraph before that, I think it's in verse nine. It says they will make fires and the fires will burn for seven years. Yep. Can you? Imagine? Yeah. I mean, what? How do you create a fire that burns for seven years? So, I mean, so this is so just imagine. So that is the beginning of the end. OK, so when that happens, so 
We, as we talked about the very beginning, it's always been about God. When you say in the beginning of the end, you're talking about the beginning of the tribulation. Tribulation. Of, be clear about that. Yeah, yeah. The beginning of the end of the world, maybe. We can go that far because yeah. there's the world is going to be gone. We know a new heaven and a new earth is coming. But it also says in Matthew 24 that we are to, there's signs of the times. And we just referenced that. We are to, when you start seeing these things, the Bible says, be ready, get ready for the time is near. And I think the reason why we're even talking about these current events and this stuff is because we are passionate about this time. We're passionate saying, hey, Christians, get your life right. This is not a time to have your pants down, right? This is not a time to play, play games. This is a time to sharpen your tool. This is a time to get right with the Lord. This is a time to, to get on your knees and repent of those sins. This is a time to start taking it to the streets, start sharing the word of God. Because yeah. these people out there are seeing this stuff. And there's no doubt, there's worry, there's fear, there's uneasiness in people's lives. And right now, they are looking for hope, any hope. And they're hopeless at times. And listen, it hasn't hit us yet, but it's going to, and it's starting to. We're starting to see the effects, the ripple effects of what's happening in the world. And, and you know, it's, we have the answer. So I don't know, thoughts? No, I mean, you're encouraging people to get yeah. right and stuff, but it's, again, it's because it's not about you. It's not about me. I mean, the people need, they're without hope. Like you just said, they need to hear this truth. Yeah. I mean, there's, these signs are showing us that, Hey, the end looks like the end is near stop wasting time, yeah. right? The, the people need to hear the word. They need to hear the gospel. I think there's hope too. So it, the Bible talks about that where, where sin abounds, grace abounds that much more. And in Iran, there's a huge movement. I was reading, um, I forget the name of that always, the Martyrs um, magazine. I forget where they are. Voice um, of the Martyrs. Yeah, Voice of the Martyrs. And they were talking about how there's a huge movement of Christians, a missionary pastors and Christians that are going into Afghanistan because, you know, we left American left Afghanistan right. and there's a huge movement of these Christians, these pastors reaching Afghanistan from Iran. Hmm. And it's like, here's Iran. The Ayatollah hates Israel. They, they have this ideology that's just so evil, but here's a God is moving in Iran. So there's hope, right? There's so whenever, whenever we see a lot of sin, we just know that God is working. I mean, we go to Vegas. I mean, people have been, been to Vegas. You know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I've been to three or four churches in Vegas, big churches, phenomenal churches. God is moving in Vegas. And so it's, it's, he's, he, he is not, you know, that we might think that, oh my gosh, is in or don't, that we don't have to worry about that. We know that God is there. And more importantly, God is looking at you right now and he's saying, hey, I want to use you. I want you to be my voice. I want you to comfort people. I want you to be educated about this thing and know what's going on so that you can share these truths and, and help people walk through them. All right. You know, we're not trying to scare anybody. Uh, this is about you being aware and to amp up your urgency of witnessing and being prepared and being ready because you're going to meet the Lord and we're going to meet the Lord. And we're going to do that together. So we, we want you to be aware and we want you to be prepared and and to feel this sense of urgency now, because the time is short. And and the Bible, uh, as as Pete was sharing in, in Matthew twenty four, talks about there will be rumors of wars and wars, 
and that these are child, these are like a woman with child uh, birthing pains. When, when the water breaks, when, when she starts to have contraction, you know that a, a baby is on the way. And by the way, uh, Pete and Christine have a grandchild on the way <laughs> that we're so excited about. Mm-hmm. But we, we want you to be aware that these uh, are the signs of the end times, and they're during our time, during our generation. This is the sign of the times during our generation. Amen. Rumors of Wars and rumors of wars. Yep. President Biden said uh, a couple of weeks ago that uh, Armageddon is at the highest risk since the Cuban Missile Crisis, which yeah. was what, 1961? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, they're talking about that. And we were we sh- we were reading an article yesterday. I was reading an article yesterday. I think you shared it with me, Pete, about uh, this medicine, this anti-radiation medicine that our govern- uh, Department of Health and Human yep. Services yep. has spent like $300 million buying. Yeah. Again, we're not trying to scare anybody, but this is weird, Pete. Oh, yeah. um, I mean... Well- Barry, why would you buy $300 million <laughs> worth of anti-radiation <laughs> serum that, that has a shelf life of less than two years? Why? I guess you're going to think that we're going to get bombed. There's going to be radiation going around. I mean, around, right? that, that, that's... $300 million, that's kind of a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even for Pete, that's a yeah. lot of money. Yeah. Well, I, and again, I, I, we, we have to look at the signs. So... there's, there's so much, I I think we're being shielded from in the West a little bit. I don't think we realize what What do you mean? What do you mean shielded? Well, like we're not, we don't see it on the news as much as what we're talking about. We don't hear a lot of this stuff. You got to kind of dig for it. Yeah. We hear little pieces. Do you find yourself, I have to go, I go to like national papers, like other countries. I like go to the Jerusalem post and go to all the time. Yeah. You see, and you're like, wait, how come I haven't heard about that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think that's what's happening, but I mean, if you, these are headlines that we're talking about. Okay, these are not, hey, we're not making this stuff up. These are actual headlines that are actually happening. So, you know, when we're talking about Biden's buying $300 million worth of radiation pills to help us from nuclear fallout, well, why would he do that when it's only 18 months shelf life? Why would he do that? That's a lot of money for a short amount of time. Well, does he say, is he saying that we're going to have a nuclear bomb within 18 years? Well, 18 months, well... It's not What's, really hard to draw that conclusion, though, right? I mean, if they if they for whatever reasons shell out, you know, 40 nuclear bombs at one time, are we going to be able to stop them all? I don't know. I don't think so. So we might get hit with it. We don't know. Didn't Reagan build Star Wars? We're good, right? Well, we have that. I mean, it's it's from what I understand, it's still operating. But yeah. And then the other things that are happening. Why is U.S. sending Ukraine 30 trillion or we're 30 trillion in debt? U.S. is sending all this money to Ukraine to help. I mean, are we? The, can we afford to be the policemen of the world? I mean, does this make sense in our minds? Do we sense that there might be something more to this? You know, I heard this morning, Pete, that uh, speaking of Ukraine, that uh, a lot of the big countries around the world, including uh, America, Canada, Australia, China, are all pulling all of their people out of the Ukraine, like right now, today. So something, it really feels like something's going on over there. It's like, were, were they given a heads up of what's next? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So why do we keep sending money there? Yeah, that's why, an excellent what, question. What is the deal? And, and, I, believe- and I feel for the people in Ukraine. It's not, it's not about that. But you know, we're sending money to a, another corrupt government. Well, I, I always ask the question, um, we're so far in tr- debt, it's almost like we can never pay this back, right? So we're so far, tr- 30 trillion and growing every day. So I, the Bible talks about a one world system, 
right? The Bible talks about that there's going to be one world government, antichrist, there's going to be a system, world economic system, where we're going to be on the same money and so forth. And that's where it's headed to. Is that the mark of the beast? Yeah, part of the mark yeah, of the beast. Right. And so it's, it's again, why are we talking about this? Because we want people to be aware of it. We, we don't want you to just sit there and look at this and we're, we're 30 trillion in debt and we're sending all this money. We're doing these things and it makes no sense. And there's a lot of things that make no sense when our streets are needing help, our, our cities are needing help, but we're still thinking about others and, and help. And I mean, I'm not this politics thing. I'm trying to take one side or the other. I'm just saying this is common sense. Why would we do that if there wasn't a change happening from an, world, an economic standpoint? And again, there's two worlds happening. There's a world economic mentality and there's a God mentality. We trust in God. God says, I will supply all your needs, not your efforts, not your government. I will take care of you, right? So there's two ideologies happening right now in the world today. And the one ideology controls us. We're in the world, but not of the world. It's controlling us. And we need to be aware that it's there and that we're operating within it. But we also need to know that the Bible has already talked about this. And this is, should give us hope. This should give us understanding that, hey, the, the author and finish of our life is in control. And we don't have to fear this. We don't have to worry about this, but we should be aware of it. We should understand it because there's a lot of people that don't get it. And we've, we're going to hammer this home constantly. There's people that are in fear right now. There's people that are actually watching this or they're trying to, they're, 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 you know, they're confused or they're, they're scared or they don't get it. Are they going to die or whatever? We're here to give them hope. Because God's already talked about this. He already knew this before, before it ever happened. He's got the time set That's and the it. day set. That's it. The All answer right. is yes, we are going to die. Yes, one day. Right? We all have an expiration That's date. That's it. What else we want to talk about? The election? Yeah. Right. I mean, we kind of mentioned it at the beginning of the show, but uh, the, the U.S. election is five days away. And I'd like to just encourage everybody to do your homework yeah. and uh, and vote. I mean, extra, this is... Uh, something that a lot of people around the world wish they had the opportunity to do. So don't, don't take your, uh, your right to vote as a, you know, don't take it lightly. It's a, it's a huge, um, it's just a huge thing that so many people would, would love to have and people have died for your right to do it, but do your homework, you know, don't just go into the, don't go into the ballot uh, box uh, on un, uninformed, you know, know what you know, what you're doing. It, it, I, I know so many people that just go in and, and just vote all D or all R and they don't do any research. And it's like, okay, I did my duty, man. It's, it's bigger than that. You've got to be informed. Do your research. Well, you hear a lot of people say, well, what's the point of voting if it's rigged anyway? And, you know, what's the point? Is it even, if is it even ethical or, you know, is it even worth, you know, giving our time or, or effort? That's and, a defeatist attitude though. Oh, you, absolutely. You, you're already giving up. Oh, absolutely. Why do we vote? That's a question. Why do you vote? It's how you can get your voice heard. You know, whether, you know, I, and I get it. I hear the argument, oh, it's being stolen or this and that, but it's still, so your option is to just shut up and take it. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me anyway. Well, I, and again, look at it from a spiritual perspective though. So again, there's the physical side of this, but there's also a spiritual side of this. So why do we vote in the spiritual side of it? Oh, like anything else we do, we should do it in the, to, for the glory of God. I mean, we, we do everything that we can so that God is glorified. Okay. 
there is no perfection under the sun, right? Everything's vanity, right? We get that. We understand that. Sound like King Solomon. Right. But our, our role as a follower of Christ is to represent Christ. And so we vote as, as, a, as a mean or as a way so that we can have our voice, according to God's word, heard. And we do that. It, even if the election is stolen, even if there is this crime and whatever that's people talk about, we're not voting because we're fearful of that. We're voting because we want to be obedient to the Lord. Good. We, want to, we want to say, God, I want to do this to glorify you. I'm choosing this candidate. I'm praying for this candidate because I feel that they best represent your values. They, they, they might be corrupt or whatever it is, but I am doing this because I feel and I sense that out of all the choices that I have, this is the best option I have that I sense in my heart best represents you. And that's, that's really good. Because I, I hear a lot of people, the, the cop out it, or the reason not to vote as well. Uh, there's no, there's no perfect candidate. Like, no, there isn't. And there's no perfect person. And, but that's, you know, you just gotta, you gotta vote your conscience and pray through it and, and, and go that direction. There is, if you're going to look for a perfect candidate, forget it. You're not going to find them. And it's more than just taxes. It's more, oh, they're going to raise taxes or they're not going to raise taxes. It's more than, oh, they're going to do better with, you know, the, the water issue. Or I don't know, whatever it is. It's more than that. There is a, there is a moral issue at hand. And it's in, and I believe it starts with life, talking about life. And, and do they believe in life or they, 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 they eliminate life? And and the world government right and now, marriage, huh? Marriage is a big part. And another of one is the marriage the family. aspect. And yeah. the family, yeah. According to the Bible, that's something that we need to look at. Yeah, those are. Huge. We don't want to just pass that off and, and what cr- some of what Christians need to understand when you don't vote, you are voting. Yes, you're 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 willing to stand by and just let evil have their way, and that's that's not glorifying to the Lord. Yeah, and 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 yeah. you know, I there's a. There's a World Economic Forum right now that they meet all the time over there. And some guy that sounds like he's from Denmark or something is talking. And and you can look this up on YouTube. Don't take my word for it. But they're talking about ways that they can eliminate the world population. I mean, literally, that's what they're talking about. The population is too much. We can't sustain ourselves. We have to find ways to eliminate the world population. And they're talking about, well, do we put out more uh, pandemics? Do we put more out? Bill Gates has come out and says, hey, the next pandemic is going to come. We need to be prepared for it. And, And so they're looking for ways to eliminate that. That mentality does not value life. Right. There that are, is not of God. That's a good point, Pete. I mean, there are, there literally are people out there that believe the the issues with the earth are that it, people <laughs> we're like locusts on the earth, and the only way to fix earth is to eliminate people. That is that is some sick, twisted thinking. Majorly sick, wow. and that is the world How is that today. Any different from Nazism? That any well, that's it's my comp. That's exactly what yeah, you're saying. That's what it was. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, so we have to, we as Christians, if your candidate is for that world economic system and that's their mindset, then we need to say something and we need to stand up as a Christian and say, ah, that's not what God, God values life. God values people and he desires for us to work together. He says he'll supply all of our needs. Why are you worried about we can't sustain life? Well, God says he'll take care of us. Just worship him. He'll supply it. If we need to have miracle crops, he'll provide the miracle crops. 
If he needs to provide manna from heaven, he'll provide manna for heaven. So that's a big deal. When you're looking at candidates, you need to know what is their worldview on everything and do they value life? And if they don't value life, then I would encourage you not to vote for those people because I feel strongly that that is not biblical and that is not in context with God's word. Who are they going to weed out of the population? It's going to be the people that differently than them. Yeah, it's right? not going to be them. They're never, they're never part of the extinction. Yeah. And so that, that's going to fall close to home, folks. I mean, but it makes sense why they're okay with abortion. It makes sense why they're okay with um, these pandemics killing the elderly people and the people that are weak. It makes sense to me. And, and when you, I mean, go to YouTube, don't take our word for it. You can go and look this stuff up. They are on record as saying in these forums where all the world leaders are there that we need to figure out a way to eliminate the people, the population, period. That's what's happening. That's where our governments are at. Not just the United States. That's where all of these governments are at. And how that's not the headline of every news program, you know, any media source, but they're all they're all in it together, I guess. So you talked a little bit. I don't know how much you want to dig into this, but you just talked about, uh, you know, killing people off. One of the ways that that they're going to do that is they're going to say there's not enough food. And uh, you were talking about the droughts. And man, I, I was out west. I flew over Lake Mead. I have never seen the water so low. And uh, so we got rumors. <laughs> it kind of goes back to what rumors of war, droughts, and what what's famine, some of the other stuff? Famine, famine. Yeah, that's yep. all the stuff in Matthew twenty. What'd you say? Four. Yep. Matthew twenty four. So did you want to talk anybody? Yeah, I, talk there, about Lake Powell because you have some good memories on Lake Powell. Well, yeah, I mean I've been to Lake Powell and Lake Mead a lot because we lived there. So we we planted a church in St. George, Utah, and so we lived there for about seven years and. Um, we had a boat and we were out on Lake Powell all the time. We were out on Lake Mead all the time. And um, yeah, we just went there too. I was just there not too long ago. And the, I mean, the water Crazy. levels are down to almost nothing. And there's like, uh, there's shortages on, on um, water. You can't use, a lot of people are not using water. They tell them that they can't water their lawns, but only a certain amount of times. And that's in California right now. Um, and some other things that I've read, but yeah, I mean, it, again, it, why are we bringing this up? If my people would humble themselves and, 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 and repent of their sins and follow me, then I will heal from heaven and I will heal their land. And, and, you know, I botched that a little bit, but the point is that's second Chronicles seven fourteen. but the point of it is this, I believe that, and I'm not saying that that's God's hand upon the West and that that's the reason why the drought is, but I believe that if we repent and if we follow God, that he's going to bless our nation. I believe that he will bless your life. I, I believe that so strongly when the Bible says that he'll never leave you, forsake you. That means in every circumstance you are facing. That means in every problem the world's going to throw at you, God is always near and God will always provide for you. And if you're hurting and you have lack of water, you have lack of food, if, you if you're in a country that's oppressing you like the Burmese, if you're in Ukraine or you're in some other area where Russia is pressing in and they're asserting their authority of you on you, you can take heart and know that God will never leave you, that he will sustain you, that he will get through you. And the hope that you have is one day you're going to be with him for all eternity. One day when you choose, I mean, you said it at the beginning, you have two choices you can choose. You can choose the right one or you can choose the wrong way. 
He and, chose poorly. And he and you don't want to chose, choose poorly. <laughs> I don't know. Any other thoughts on the famines and whatever I was just saying? You, you spoke it well, Pete. And uh, absolutely. It's just you, you need a you need to start acting like uh, it's urgent and uh, the need is urgent. And this is not to be fearful, but it's to be uh, uh, reactional to sharing the, your faith with as many people as you possibly can. And uh, God is in control, but he told us this would happen. Yes, he did. And that's why we want to read our Bibles. And that's why we, we want to be involved in knowing what the word of God says. How do you live by the truth if you don't know the truth? So good. You can't just go to church and just expect to have all that knowledge. No, you need to study the word of God. You need to, you need to be in the word of God, meditate on the word of God every single day. And I'm telling you people, listen, the end is coming. There is going to be a great war that's going to happen. It's inevitable. Everybody knows it. You can just sense it. Our government, our world system is screwed up. It's common sense. I mean, just, I mean, look around, right? And we can't, every day there's something new. Every day there's something more tragic happening, right? It's, it's the world trying to find peace. It's the world trying to find their own hope. It's the world trying to find a way back into the Garden of Eden. And, and they're searching. And, and, the, and the war is against each other. And the war is evil. And God is saying, listen, I have all of that for you. I will give you peace. I will give you hope and rest and just come unto him. So I don't know any last thoughts and we can close this. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we kind of went, um, pulled a bunch of headlines out of the news and honestly, we, you know, we joked earlier that, you know, we're recording this show, uh, you know, ahead of time and there's probably going to be more headlines that come out between taping the show and actually releasing this show. But uh, kind of our last page of notes, Pete was just, and Barry was just going through you know, the signs. And I know we, we really kind of talked about this as we went through uh, the current events, but I don't know if you want to just kind of highlight, maybe read through. Yeah. Real quick and just kind of touch on it. And, you know, these come out of the, out of the three synoptic gospels too. We've got text to kind of back some of the stuff up. And we've been talking a lot about Matthew 24. Um, you can also look at Mark 13 and Luke 21, but uh, the first signs at the beginning, the birth pains that we were talking about. Oh, congratulations on your grandbaby, by the way. Yeah. Um, Soon. Many will come in Jesus name, claiming to be the Messiah, and they will deceive many. There'll be wars and rumors of wars. There'll be famines and earthquakes. You know, all this stuff we're talking about. Terrible spread diseases. Wait, what? Yeah. No. Yeah. Is it the same as pandemics? That's it. Widespread diseases. It's, it's talking about. So, I mean, terrible sights, great signs of heaven. So would you, anybody that's listening to us today, would you at least acknowledge <laughs> that we are in the birth pains? Could we acknowledge that? I think. I'm, Could be. I'm, I'm waiting for you guys to shake your head. Yeah. I mean, are you shaking your head? Okay, good. Now let's move on. To the right. Next I mean, did any of those things we just talked about, can you see any of those in, in the current events? I yeah, mean, absolutely. come on. So we are in birth pains for sure. So what's next? What, you know, okay. If we're in the birth pains, what, what should Christians and uh, well, everybody, what should they be looking for next? Well, Christians will be hated all over the world. And that's already we starting. Talked about that. There's persecution everywhere. There's going to, there, one day what's going to happen is they're going to see that we are trusting God, not man. And they're going to say, why aren't you taking the mark of the beast? Why aren't you doing all this thing? You have to do this to be able to operate in this world economic system. And we're saying, no, we reject this world economic system. We trust in God. God will supply all of our needs. And minute we start doing that, minute we start having a voice, guess what? People are going to hate you. They mm -hmm. will not understand it. They cannot comprehend that. So 
Many will turn away from Jesus. They said the apostate, the families, people are going to be start rejecting the families. You're going to start, we're already seeing that. False prophets? Everywhere. We're going to see that. Uh, Rampant sin? Always. I mean, it's, I mean, if you look at the world today, how much sin is in the world? Do you see a lot of sin? Everywhere we go. We just talked about there's evil. It's everywhere. Talked about Halloween, how people are doing evil things on Halloween just to hurt kids. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The human trafficking and, and the, the sin that's associated with that. Absolutely. Yeah. That just makes me sick. I mean, right. preying on children. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. It's constant. People are just, that's where it's at, you know? All right. What's the next final stage? Um, the the ab- abomination. Thank you. I can't even say it. What does that mean? The ab- the abomination of desolation. It's prophesied in Daniel. And it refers to when the Antichrist, so what's going to happen from the, how I understand it is, is Israel right now has the plans to build the temple. The third Re- rebuild the temple. Rebuild Jerusalem. The temple. In yeah, Jerusalem. You can go on. There's, it's really cool. Some of these plans, one of these plans is real cool. It has like an elevator and it goes up and it's really cool. I mean, it's really nice. So Israel has that. And I believe they have to make a peace treaty with the Muslims or some way to be able to build on the temple mount there. And well, it's going to happen. So they already have the preparation clothes for that. The priests are ready. The sacrifices, everything is ready for that again. So that needs to happen. So that's in future. Okay. But we, it, the plans are already here. So it's not that far away future, right? The plans so are here. They could do it tomorrow. Yeah. So there has to be somebody that's going to have to bring peace amongst the Muslims and Israel to be able to do that because the Temple Mount is there, the mosque. And so they're going to have to be something that has. To. So when that happens, okay, they said that it's going to be three and a half years of rest, right? A total of seven years, three and a half years of rest. In the middle of the three and a half years, it says that the Antichrist will step foot in this Temple Mount and he will claim to be God. He'll say it out loud. He'll say, I am God. I am the one that uh, created this peace. I'm the one that's done all this. And that is the abomination of desolation. And so that's in the future. When that happens, the Bible says, if you're left behind, or I believe in, in, in pre-rapture, but if you're whatever you believe in, it's, it's, it's going to happen. And so that's something that you're going to look for. So is to. that the middle of the tribulation? Yeah, three, three and a half, half years, years in. Yeah, three and a half years in. It says there's going to be peace for three and a half years. So that's what's going to happen. And then there's the great tribulation. So I think that we talked about Ezekiel 38. That's the beginning of it. So the beginning of this great, the end of times is going to be that great war where Russia and Iran and Syria and all those, Ethiopia, um, are all going to be annihilated. There's only going to be one six left. And then you get into Revelations where it's talking about, you know, the bowls and, and everything else that's going to be poured out and it's going to annihilate the whole world. And then there's going to be an end, and that's where the battle of Armageddon comes in. And that's where the whole world is done. And the Bible says that God then, Jesus, comes and he steps foot on the Temple of the Mount and he says, enough. And that is where he just like, and then boom, and all the dominoes effect, and it's done. And that's when he comes back in power. First, he came back as he did not come to be served, but to serve. The second time, he comes back in power. And he says, I am God, and it is finished. Is that the every knee will bow and every tongue no, confess? That's, that's later. Later. Yeah. So that's after the thousand years. That's the great white throne judgment. Yeah, it gets confusing. You got to, I mean, you really have to know the Old Testament to even comprehend the revelation. If you understand Daniel, Zechariah, Jeremiah, and Isaiah, and all those different ones, and some of the smaller prophets, 
you can then comprehend a little bit of what's going on in Revelations. But trying to put it all together is confusing at times. That's why we need IB. Right? <laughs> Revelation always scared me as a kid reading it. It scares everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not alone. The and good news is I'm not going to be here for most of it. Right. No, none of us will be. That's something that we get to look forward to. Amen. Amen. All right, Barry, talk to people. Hey, guys. Uh, thank you for listening today, and thank you for your wanting to know and, and uh, understanding our heart and how we want to be received that we love you guys. And we want you to be aware that the Lord is coming back. And I want to ask you today, are you ready? Are you ready to see God in the flesh come back? And uh, would he accept you? Not because of anything that you've done, but because of what Jesus has done and you have received what Jesus has done for you. So let me ask you, have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you invited him into your life? And I want to tell you, at the end of the days, that's the only thing that's going to keep you. That's the only thing that's going to help you. And uh, that's the only thing that's going to matter is your relationship with God through Jesus Christ. So I ask you, to, if you haven't uh, made a decision to follow Christ or you don't know for sure, make sure today. And let me help you with that. Admit that you're a sinner. Believe in Jesus Christ as your provision for the forgiveness of your sin. And invite him to be the Lord of your life. Best him as your Lord. And I'm going to ask you to pray and, and ask God into your life. Would you pray with me? Dear God, I just thank you for these dear people that are listening. And I ask God, if anyone is listening that doesn't know you, that they would receive you as Lord and Savior, Lord. They would humble themselves before you and ask you to forgive them of their sin. Lord, I pray that uh, you would forgive us our sins and that you would cleanse us from all the unrighteousness of our life. And God, I, I want you to know, I believe, would you pray this? Would you just say, God, I, I believe in your son, Jesus, that he died in my place, that he paid the penalty of my sins so that I can be a child of God. And he was buried and he rose again. I believe that. And because you're alive, Jesus, and that you defeated the grave, hell, and Satan, and sin, I open up my life to you. I open the door of my life to you and you alone, and I invite you to come in and be my Lord, my master, my savior, my all in all. I surrender. I want to live for you, and I want to be a part of your family and your bride, and I want to be protected during these end times, Lord, and provided for. And Lord, uh, I know persecution is coming. And I pray that, uh, Lord, you would just save me and help me to make the right decisions on how I live for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we would love to hear from you if you did make that prayer. And, and just in general, too, I mean, just reach out to us, you know, go to riotpodcast.co, C-O, and and if you did give your life to the Lord, just go ahead and click that no God button and go down and fill that out. And we would love to get in contact with you and get you started in your relationship with the Lord. But Bob, I mean, what a, I mean, powerful show. I mean, we've, we touched on some world events and I hope that everybody that heard can acknowledge that this is the beginning of the birth pains. Yeah, no and, doubt. And there's no doubt we're in the end times. 
Yeah, it's just powerful. It's it's fascinating. I love jumping into current events and trying to just, like we talked about before, just filter it all through the Word of God. And uh, man, what an opportunity to talk about and tie what's going on uh, in our backyards and around the world, um, tied in back into Scripture. It's so it's so cool to kind of see that. But uh, man, if you've enjoyed the show, I'd ask that you share it with somebody. Go to our social media sites. You can go to Twitter. You can go to Facebook and uh, like it there. And uh, check us out on YouTube. Uh, you know, I know so many times I do the same thing. I listen to podcasts when I'm driving and and when I'm walking. And uh, sometimes I, you know, I don't have as much time to watch maybe things on YouTube, but uh, if you have an opportunity, jump onto our YouTube channel and subscribe and uh, comment, let us know where you're listening to us from. And, you know, if this is in the future, that's even, that's even, that'd be really cool too, to, to hear a comment or see a comment to say, Hey, I just listened to your show and it's, you know, 2032 and Armageddon hadn't happened yet. So that'll all be cool. So we guys, we just really appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the show and, or watching the show, whichever the case may be. Um, if you're in the United States, go out and vote this week, make sure you prepare yourself um, properly and uh, vote with a clean conscience and um, and vote for life. Uh, life. Yeah, vote for life. Uh, but just ask God for wisdom. Ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom on how and who you should vote for. And uh, have an amazing week. Thank you, guys. Blessed. Peace out. This has been the Riot Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please feel free to leave a comment and share it with your friends. See you back here next week for another episode of the Riot Podcast.